0: When we're not able to express ourselves authentically in the world, it numbs us. It kills our sense of aliveness. It's like, um, I'm going to use the hosepipe metaphor from my TED talk. So if you imagine we have a hosepipe, and this hosepipe kind of flows energy. It's our aliveness. It's what makes us feel alive. When we're not able to be ourselves, it's like there's a kink in the hosepipe, and part of our energy can't flow. And the thing is, human beings are so good at adapting that after a while we get used to the kink and we forget what it's like to feel alive and feeling numb just becomes... The norm. norm.
1: Yeah.
0: And we forget that actually there's more. And so we walk around life presenting this mask. My mask is called Bruce, yours is called Duncan. Um, This mask to the world of who we think we are and never really interacting heart to heart with each other. We're communicating kind of mask to mask with each other. And an amazing thing happens when you take the mask off and you start telling the truth. That's how you take the mask off. You start telling the truth about what's going on for you minute by minute, moment by moment. You start to feel alive again. That kink in your, in your energy hose pipe kind of unkinks itself and energy starts to flow through and aliveness comes back and a smile on your face comes back and happiness comes back. And for me, I think one of the highest leverage things you can do to get to a fulfilled life is to just start telling the truth about what you're experiencing moment by moment. Now, that's like one level. Duncan. And feel free to just interrupt me. In like. No,
1: no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting back and listening because it's fascinating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the other level is um, what happens when you're actually withholding a big secret. So if you've got something that you've done that had perhaps violated one of your values, or let's say you've had an affair, or perhaps you've stolen money, or something like that, what happens is energetically that weighs down on you. And that you can handle. But the the secondary impact is that the person with whom you violated that trust or with whom you're keeping that secret from, you can no longer be intimate with them anymore. And that's fine when it's something you don't care about. Well, you know, I'll go find another friend. But when you're married to that person, or uh, it's a child of yours, or it's family, you can't just push those relationships to the side. And what happens is... Like, let's say you've had an affair and you're not talking about it. And this is something that I actually went through myself. I was the one who had an affair, cheated on my wife, didn't talk about it, bloated up, gained 30 pounds in a couple of months, and basically became depressed. If you're withholding something fundamental from somebody you love, there's a massive loss of connection. And that loss of connection will usually result in feeling like you're depressed, you, um, you feel numb, your body perhaps it gets ill, you gain weight like your energy drops and you need to sleep a lot. Um, and my personal belief is that half of depression, like, I mean, when I, when clients come to me and tell me they're depressed, the first thing I go through is, like, ask them is, what are you not telling? What are you not sharing? What are you keeping secret? And when we get to that and they tell that secret, they're like, oh my God, depression's gone. They didn't need pills, they didn't need anything, you know, they didn't need psychotherapy. It's just, our body knows how to look after itself when we tell the truth, when we're being ourselves
1: honesty is the best policy. Like It's so simple, but it's terrifying. As in, I remember like yeah, being described sure. as that. As in, like, it's not rocket science. It's super simple. Yeah. But God, it's terrifying. You know, Because these things are often the things you know that we're putting under the rug, that we're terrified to say, you know, that if it was easy, then, you know, this
0: would be like, you know, everyone be doing it. But the fact that it's... We're terrified because we're going to be rejected from the tribe or from our relationship. And that is a threat of death as far as your survival system, your amygdala, your reptilian brain is concerned. Yeah. So... The brain will throw up like 101 reasons why not to tell the truth. And the most common one I hear, and if any of you listening to this uh, are saying this to yourself, be warned. <laughs> the most common one I hear is like, I don't want to hurt the other person. It would be cruel to tell the truth. That's the biggest cop out in the world. And I, and I want to tell you why. Because when you're justifying not telling the truth by using the other person's uh, pain as an excuse, you make them small, you turn them into somebody who can't handle the truth. You go, you know what? You're so weak, Duncan. Let's say I've got a secret from you and I'm justifying this. What I'm essentially justifying keeping it from you. What I'm essentially saying to you, Duncan, is, Duncan, you're so small and you're so weak. You can't handle the truth. In fact, you're a pathetic human being. I can handle the secret. And I'm going to keep it for your sake because you're so weak and pathetic. (laughs) Because the truth hurts. And you don't even know how to handle pain, Duncan. You're such a child. You never even learned how to handle pain. So I'm going to keep it a secret and not tell you to protect you because I'm such a good guy. (laughs) And that's how we justify, like, not telling the truth. We turn the other person into this small, pathetic, weak victim who can't handle the truth. And uh, that way we get to keep our secrets and our pain and our depression and our illness and our numbness at the same time.